Houdini! What do you say, baby? The seas were choppy today at Fifth Third Arena. Very choppy. Wes Miller said, Day-Day Thomas, John Newman, don't tell me how rocky the sea is. Just bring the ship in. Welcome to Chatterbox Bearcats, everyone. Chuck and Houdini with you. Cincinnati gets it done in overtime. 81-77. Survive in advance. Biggest win of the West Miller era. Fans storm the floor. A little nuance we haven't seen in a while. Welcome to everyone in the chat room. Welcome to everyone that listens to this show, watches this show tomorrow. It is a great day to be a Bearcat fan. What a W, Houdini. Opening thoughts. Oh, God, man. I, I thought for sure that was going to end exactly how the last uh, few games have ended, and I, I wasn't sure if I could take it anymore. I was I was texting people saying, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle this just from a, a health standpoint. I was losing my goddamn mind. Um, such a frustrating game, and then to to come back and, and, and finally cap it off and put it together at the end of the game, it feels, it feels fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic about it, but um, it wasn't easy sledding getting there. I'll tell you that. I, I had like six heart attacks. I hit the ground a few times, thought about breaking the TV, but uh, here we are. We got the W. All right, so let's talk about how the end of the game went. Cincinnati has the ball. Um, I guess they, they get the rebound, five, six seconds left in the game. Dan Skillings gets fouled. Goes to the free throw line, double bonus, hit one of them, and you have a pretty good chance of winning. And I think, honestly, it was less than that. It may have been like four seconds to go in the game. Goes to the free throw line, clank. Second one, short. Aziz Bandago goes over the back, a foul. TCU goes to the free throw line the other way. Thank God it was a one and one Number eight goes to the line for TCU. I don't even want to give him a name. Who cares? We don't care about the opposition on Chatterbox Bearcats. The only player that I know after this game for TCU, that's how much I'm focusing on my team and scouting my team, is Jameer Nelson's son. And God, that makes me fear old. So anyways, number eight goes to the free throw line. No idea when number eight became an acceptable number in collegiate basketball. But apparently it was in the last few years. He bricks it. Overtime we go. In overtime, a lot of John Newman. A lot of Day-Day Thomas. Can we just play this real quick? Hold on. Hold on. For everyone at home, and this is a public service announcement and apology from myself and Houdini, although it wasn't always pretty at times, Day-Day Thomas is playing good basketball right now. Forget the fact that we said it's Jizzle James' team. Day-Day Thomas. What were the final numbers on him tonight? He, I mean, God, if he if he made a couple of layups, he probably would have had 40 points tonight. Um, let's see what he finished with. He finished 21. with 21. 9, Nine of 17. 17. Six assists, three steals. I mean, he was doing it all, man. He was, like I said, even last game, I was like, we, we owe Day-Day an apology. I know you weren't on. Uh, we opened another one because he single-handedly was uh, – he was all over the damn place. He had a couple of uh, uh, airballed layups. I don't know if I've seen many of those where he legitimately does not hit the rim at all. He just launches it off the backboard. Um, I think we just need to go back to the basics, do layup drills um, across the board. We had guys missing layups left and right. Uh, what was the free throw stat line again? Fift- 52%. I mean, Jesus, Wes. Come on, guys. Fit- We're not going to win these games if we shoot 50% from 
from the free throw line. My God. Um, but we got it done, so you can't complain. Well, they shot at 50% for the free throw line. They being the Horn Frogs. They were 6 of 12. Cincinnati was 11 of 21 from the line. Cincinnati gets out rebounded by 6, 41 35. Cincinnati's identity this year has been cleaning up on the glass. First time this year they don't, and they get the big Big 12 win at home over TCU uh, for a multitude of reasons. But it all comes down to the reason Cincinnati got back in this game because TCU scored 23 points in the first five minutes. And it looked like I I was disgusted with what I saw. They clamped down on defense, Cincinnati did, and had three or four, four to five minute stretches the rest of the game where they did not allow TCU to to score the basketball whatsoever. Uh, Played really good defense and beat a really good Horn Frogs team that didn't shoot it bad. They were 11 of 25 from deep for 44%. And like I mentioned, they dominated the glass and they also um, turned Cincinnati over 15 times. On the flip side, Cincinnati turned TCU over 19 times. But back to Day-Day Thomas with the 21 points. There was one where he went up for a layup. And I thought he was going to try to flush it like he did against UIC. The difference was there wasn't two defenders draped all over him like in that UIC game. He had a clear path to the basket to slam it home. And instead, he went with the finger roll. And you're right. It almost went over the hoop. It was it was bad. But, hey, he hit the free throws when it mattered. Went two of two from the line. Dan Skillings was two of six in the line. He really has to work on his uh, – it's been anything but charity. Let's put it that way. Newman, two of five. But he hit the two at the end of the game after starting off 0-3. Mike and drills, man. Free throws and Mike and drills. I know that no one wants to do the layup lines. Everyone wants to, you know, they do the layup lines for 15 seconds to look cool. They tear off the the breakout pants, and then they immediately go into elbow jumpers, three-pointers, and windmill dunks. Back to the basics. Layup lines. Mike and drills. How many Mike and drills can you, how many Mikeans can you hit in 30 seconds? Come on. George Mike and Tachi oh, yeah. that. Hit some layups. Oh, yeah. I mean, they should have won. That's why I was getting so pissed off when they started pulling. I think they had it to seven or nine points in the second half. Um, and I'm sitting there going, God, if we could make a layup or a free throw, we should be winning this game by 10 plus points. And if we lose a, a, another one and start out one and three, then it's going to be an uphill battle trying to get back in the mix of things in the Big 12. So you can't have these things slip away. Um, but it was God. I mean, I'm glad we got to win, but it was frustrating. I don't know how many second chance points that they had, but it it had to have been 20 plus. I mean, they were getting you know four or five shots at a possession. I mean, the sidebar though, the announcer had to have been. Did he just graduate from TCU or something? I've never seen a more biased announcer. I thought I was watching the uh, like the TCU ESPN Plus, like the actual broadcasters for TCU, because he was saying. When Jameer Nelson Jr. got fouled, the last possession or so he called. Um, I don't know if you saw that, Chuck, where the guy clearly was out of bounds and jumped back in before he, um, whatever you want to call it, got back in bounds before he touched the ball. But the announcer was pissed me off all game. And uh, thank God we ended up winning it. But, yeah, Day-Day Thomas in clutch where he hit that layup and then he hit that three. I can't remember if it was the overtime or the um, – regulation or not was it overtime so he did he did everything we wanted and him and newman really i think were the mvps of of the night yeah i think wes was with a few decisions mvp sticking with day day thomas 
um, when, you know, Jizzle was playing pretty well in the first half. There were some moments, but he went back to Day-Day, and it was clearly Day-Day's game, and he rode him until the end, and uh, we are happy with that tonight. Um, I think we're happy with the fact that he went with Aziz Bandago a little bit longer than Jameel Reynolds in this game. I don't understand why, and this is the... Uh, this is why this team is unique. This is why this team is good, in my opinion. They're deep. We've been saying this since the preseason, that this team can throw a lot of different lineups and styles at you. And we're not even accounting for C.J. Frederick and his shooting abilities. But they can play differently, and they can throw a bunch of different lineups at you. Mixed it up at some points of the game. I didn't love the two big lineups when he rolled it out there. Uh, we saw too much of Odio Guama in the game, which is anything. And that's, again, we love Odie. Huge Odie fans. We love what he's done for the program. Um, he's going to have a game this year where a player's going to be in foul trouble. Odie's going to step in. He's going to do something. But right now, he's just too deep in the rotation. There's no reason to squeeze him in there. We had 10 bodies. We were fresh. Um, anyways, that, that's that. I mean, um, Josh Reed kind of came back down to earth. But, again, he plays hard. He gets rebounds. I don't mind him getting some minutes. But it's just it's it's hard to decipher right now. And it's got to be a hell of a coaching job for Wes Miller with all these different players. Like, Jameel goes off one game, and then you go back to Aziz, and then you switch it up with, you know, Aziz was in there at the end over Victor at one point in the game. So, hey, I'm glad I'm not getting paid to do it. Whatever Wes did in this game worked, so we salute you. Biggest win of the Wes Miller era. So we talked Mike and drills. We talked free throws. Uh, how about this one, Houdini? Hold on. Jeez. Norman? Tell the world my story. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. John Newman, man. John Newman. For the longest time, before this season, we called him a defensive specialist and a defensive specialist only. That's what he was before this season. Um, it's what he had been at Clemson. It's what he was in his first season with Cincinnati. And we saw nothing in his two, three games last year to think that he was going to be anything else. 20 points, seven rebounds, two steals, excellent defense, eight of 12 from the floor in this game, two of three from deep. I mean, John Newman, I was one of many, I think. And I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. I'm not Skip Bayless, you know. My takes suck. They suck, but I'm still going to spew them to y'all. I was in the camp of... Let's not waste a scholarship on John Newman. We could go out there and get better in the portal. Uh, I thought we landed better guys in general like Simas and, and Jamil. And um, I was just in the camp of, come on, John Newman now? Even at the beginning of the year when Rayvon Griffith, you know, wasn't getting any minutes or uh, wasn't even getting a spot on the roster, um, at least, you know, he was redshirting. Let's put it that way, whatever I'm trying to say. He's redshirting. I thought, you know, maybe he should get some minutes and split some time with Newman. No. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry, Wes. John Newman has looked great at times this year. And even when he doesn't look great offensively, he's going to play hard and give you the standard that is this Cincinnati Bearcats team because we know the Cats' identity. They're going to play hard. They're going to rebound. They're going to miss a lot of layups and a lot of free throws. But at the end of the day, when they're going to win games, they're going to defend. And you say, well, they gave up 77 points. Their defense wasn't great. I told you, they gave up 23 points in the first four minutes of the game, and they went into overtime and gave up 77. That's pretty damn good. They were good defensively tonight, man. 
Yeah, I mean, they were on pace. I, I thought I was watching, like, the Indiana Pacers play. I mean, they were on pace to give up, like, 150 within the first few minutes of the game, and then they kind of came back to earth. They started missing a couple of shots, but, I mean, TCU shot pretty well throughout the whole thing, minus the uh, the free throws. Um, but you're right. Newman was all over the place defensively. I mean, just the length, um, him and Day-Day both getting a, a ton of steals and getting in transition. Um, and then Bandego, he I, he can look very sloppy at times offensively as we saw him fall down and just throw the ball to nobody um, a few different times. But his presence on the on the court just alters everything that the the offense is trying to do and you know for the record that over the back call was complete bullshit i cannot believe that they called that and thank god the guy missed the front end of that one and one um but yeah the defense is where this team i think knows their identity offensively it, it really it, it's a mixed bag who the hell is going to show up uh tonight it was day day and john newman uh with a little bit of skillings finishing out too I have a soundbite for everything. This is what I think of the refs tonight. And they had two periods where they wasted about 10 minutes of everyone's time reviewing something that ended up being a jump ball. It's like, come on, make a decision. Be decisive. Uh, but this is what I think about the uh, the refs tonight. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. That's 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 outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. This is a shame, Houdini. The refs tried to take it from us, and Wes Miller and the boys didn't allow it. Good stuff from Cincinnati. They win the game 81-77. to So, um, Houdini, I'm going to do something right now. We're going to play this. You're going to go to the fridge and get your champagne. Or are you, or, or are you saving it for Oklahoma? We were going to pop champagne after the it. Xavier game. Worst. We are saving. Listen, this is a Saturday event. Okay, I'm not popping champagne. We already went to overtime. I got work in like six hours. All right, we'll get the champagne when we beat Oklahoma Saturday. I think it's a one o'clock game. Um, we'll lock it in. Guarantee it. Guarantee it here on the Chatterbox Bearcats. That'd be back-to-back top twenty wins for Cincinnati. Would be absolutely huge. We're gonna keep playing the song. Welcome to everyone that's joining in the chat room. This is your home. It's the only home for instant Cincinnati Bearcats reaction. Jamie Dixon. You suck. Anyways, um, TCU's great, man. Shout out to the Horn Frogs. They're a really good team. They remind me of that scrappy six seed that's going to go to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Jamie Dixon's got the Horn Frogs looking a lot like the old Pittsburgh team from the Big East. Uh, the Dewan Blairs, the LeVance Fields, the Sam Youngs with his, you know, pump fake that fools everyone a million times so it's good to be back in a league with jamie dixon some of those old pittsburgh cincinnati games that went down to the end the ronald ramones of the world it kind of remind me of that sort of vibe where you're sweating until the very end they had some jay wright games too like that yeah no i mean i tcu is going to be a real good team um i i think they're better than texas was i don't know about baylor but tcu Jamie Dixon, I, I just every time I see his haircut, I just think of the mayor of Whoville. So it's hard for me to 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 get my head out of the gutter there when I'm watching him coach. But he knows what the hell he's doing. Um, and yeah, TCU's a great win. Um, I mean, that's obviously going to be a quad one, I would think, when it's all said and done. We'll see. I know it was a home game, uh, but we got a lot of opportunities, man. Two and two, could have won every one of them, right? And uh, and I know the chat was talking about Chuck. I. You know, you're you're a broadcast guy. I don't know if you know the rules though. 
I have you ever seen them add time on the clock in between free throws? When Skilling shot the first one, there was I think 2.2 seconds left. They stopped. They iced him first off. It took about 10 minutes. Stopped it, reviewed it, added an additional second and a half, I believe, to 3.7. I've never seen anyone do that. I don't even think you can do that. Well, they did it. They did it, and that's why I played. Hold on, let's let's. That's that's why I play this. Shame for the referees. Shame for the league to allow this. Shame for the league to allow this. How can you do that? No, seriously. Like, how do they do that? Uh, let's run around the Big Twelve real quick. Yeah, that is absurd, man. That's one thousand percent illegal. You can't. You know, that's like in um, the NFL. You oh, run. Man, a we got some play. Kansas they, trolls in here. We got some Kansas trolls. Hey, Kansas. It, it seems like it. It's good to be in the Big Twelve, Kansas. The Kansas game will sober you up big time. Hey, if we come within ten, I that's want a Hunter Dickinson for us. Yeah, Aziz is going to eat up Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. He didn't say that. I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other games in the Big Twelve last night: Kansas State took down Baylor in overtime, sixty-eight, sixty-four. Kansas beat Oklahoma State 90-66, and then BYU took down Iowa State at home 87-72. Hey, to the Jayhawks faithful in here, thanks for welcoming Cincinnati to the league. Oklahoma, Texas, we'll see you. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Enjoy the SEC. It's good to be here, folks. It's good to be here. I like Kansas. I've always liked Kansas. I think their logo is ridiculous. It looks like a character from Pinocchio. But aside from that, uh, the Jayhawks are great. They always have been. And uh, Bill Self does not wear a toupee. Next up for the Cincinnati Bearcats, it's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. It's Oklahoma. Sooners are good. Top 10 team in the country. What are your thoughts, Houdini? What's the opening line going to be in this game? Oh, God. Um, probably Sooners minus, what, three and a half, four? You think? Yeah, what do you think? Bearcats minus one. Let's see. The computers like us. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, we we were what? We were two and a half against TCU. Oklahoma's right around there. For some reason in my head, I was thinking we were playing at Oklahoma. So no, we'll be favored. We'll be favored by like, yeah, three and a half, I'd say, or four. You at think home, that especially high? coming off a TCU win. Okay. Yeah, I'd I mean, we were what, that. four and a half against Texas? Yeah. Think about this. Four and man. a half against Texas? Cincinnati has not been ranked since – were they ranked – they weren't ranked ever in the John Brandon era, I don't think. Maybe when they beat Tennessee that one time, they crept into the top 25. I don't know. I would say Cumberland's junior year, um, they probably weren't ranked because they lost to Ohio State early, and then they, um, they they lost a couple early. I don't think – yeah, they were probably ranked at some point that year. Ended up being a seven seed, I think. So they were probably cracking the top 25, and that was – that was pre-COVID. I mean, post-COVID, we don't know what a ranking is. You beat Oklahoma Saturday. It's back to the top 25. It's good times ahead. Enjoy the climb, everyone. Bearcats fans, we've been waiting for this. The football team sucked. The basketball team has sucked for forever. The Bengals had their hearts ripped out this year. Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom style. Ah! Ripped out. Um, it's been tough sledding for Cincinnati fans. Let's enjoy this. Soak it up. Houdini's not going to pop the champagne because he's got work in five and a half hours and he's a coward. But and it was TCU, Cincinnati Chuck. On Saturday. We got bigger fish to fry. 
They said, and it was TCU. We got bigger fish to fry. Can't be popping champagne after every, you know, ranked win. We're going to have a few of them this year. And, uh, and you're right. We haven't seen – I there's something about just seeing the ranked, just the number next to your team's name when you're, you're checking the bottom line that just changes everything, man. Yeah. And it's been so long. That's why when Howard accidentally ranked us 22 – it just made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. I was like, wow, that, that might be nice, man. 22, I, I don't hate it at all. So Phenomenal if we stuff. take care of business against Oklahoma, we're 100% being ranked. And I just think, I don't know, for the culture, the program, uh, the confidence of these kids, I think it could uh, could be huge for us. Yeah, Wes Miller's got the thing. He's got the train on the tracks rolling the right way. I said that there was going to be a decision on Wes Miller and whether he was the guy after six games of the Big 12 slate, we've made the decision. He's the guy. Are there some moves that I would love for him to do differently? Yes. Was I a third-grade coach of Friars Club in Cincinnati? Yes. Is that my only basketball experience as a coach? Yes. Erroneous. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter. All that matters is 90% of coaching is having players. Look at Greg Popovich, Hall of Fame coach. He doesn't have players anymore. He looks like a terrible coach. You get good players good things happen. Wes Miller's putting together a good roster. Um, good dude. He's got the train on the tracks. Enjoy it, everyone. Enjoy the climb. May not happen this year, but this team's coming for the Big 12. This team is going to compete. Hell, they're already competing. That's four Big 12 games. We've been in every single one. We've won two. And a lot more to come from here because it's a young team that's only going to get better. So let's play this on the way out, Houdini. One more time is we tell everyone about our show, The Chatter, that uh, we are actually not going to record tonight, Houdini. I know we were planning on it, but over time, put a wrench in those plans. I got to run to Jewel Osco, pick up some ribeye, Bearcats win. I have steak and eggs for breakfast. You deserve steak it. and eggs, baby! Dozen eggs <laughs> and a big thing of steak after the Bearcats get it done. So no chatter tonight, but we'll drop it in the next couple days. It's a great show. We've had on guests like Frank Michael Smith, great sports personality. Lorenzo Neal should be a Hall of Fame running back, fullback rather, but a five-time pro bowler. Sean Salisbury. We talked to him about Sandler. Uh, who else did we have on the show? Matt Jones from Kentucky Sports Radio. One of the idols for us. We're trying to, you know, have the Bearcats be the top team in the country so someday we can have our own KSR. Go Cats. All right, everyone. So the chatter, subscribe to it right now. Even to the Kansas guys in the group. You know, it's it's evergreen. We talk about fun stuff. It's not a bunch of Cincinnati sports. It's a little bit of everything. Here's a promo for the show. That does it for Chatterbox Bearcats. Most successful show in history. It's only up from here. Bearcats improved to 13-4, and 2-2, two and 81-77 two, over TCU. Survive in advance. They do it. Hit your free throws. Come on. Mike and drills. Free Hello throws, Newman. layups, turnovers. Clean it up, great. fellas. Clean it up. Next up, Oklahoma on Saturday. This is Chatterbox Bearcats for Chuck and Houdini. Have a great day.